Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. Will Elijah was a great man of God. Tell me, great God, he was one of the broad. Had no food or water to drink. But to tell me, great God, that he had strength. He got food from the raven and the bird. Drink water from the brook. So I've heard. And Elijah went down in the Egypt land. Tell him how long that the valley would stand. Elijah said, stop, let me show you a man. Man of God that you ought to know. I heard from the master and I got a request. Build us an altar and have a contest. Built an altar out of many stones. Mighty men of Baal began to moan. They cried, Baal, send the fire, send the fire from on high. Well, from morning to evening, they cried, tried to bring the fire down from the sky. Then Elijah called on the bleeding land. Rose of Sharon, the God on high. It was Mary's baby, the morning star. God struck the altar with a burning fire. God said he would send down the fire. Said he would send it down to Elijah. Said he would set the altar on fire. Didn't he say? Didn't he say? Well, God said he would send down the fire. Said he would send it down to Elijah. Said he would set the altar on fire. Didn't he say? Didn't he say? Elijah said, stop, let me show you a man, man of God that you ought to know. I heard from the master and I got a request, gonna build an altar and have the contest. Built that altar out of many stones, mighty men of Baal began to moan, they cried, Baal, oh Baal, send the fire from on high. Well, from morning to evening, did he cry, try to bring the fire down from the sky. Then Elijah called on the bleeding land. Rose to share up the God on high. It was Mary's baby, the morning star. God stood the altar with a burning fire. God said he would send down the fire. Said he would send it down to Elijah. Said he would set the altar on fire. Didn't he say? Didn't he say? Well, God said he would send down the fire. Said he would send it down to Elijah. Said he would set the altar on fire. Didn't he say? Didn't he say? They did cry, trying to bring the fire down from the sky. Then Elijah called on the bleeding lamb. Rose of Sharon, the God on high. It was Mary's baby, the morning star. God struck the altar with a burning fire. God said he would send down the fire. Said he would send it down to Elijah. Said he would set the altar on fire. Did he say, well, did he say? Well, I've been scarred and wounded in battle, and many times I've been brought low. But by the signs of the time, I just realized I've only got one more mile to go. Is that the light? Heaven up above, I feel like running my last mile home. Oh, yes, I feel like running my last mile home. While ages roll on, I feel like running my last mile home. Oh, yes, I feel like running my last mile home. I see a great band of angels around God's throne. Oh, what a great celebration. While 
worship in one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship in one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship.
Christian Academy years ago and uh, so uh, uh, so anyhow it's it's been a quite a journey and uh, brother Edward uh, he said that uh, uh, he paid his he started paying his tithes and the first tithes he paid he paid a nickel you hear me he paid a nickel and uh, uh, and he was when he was 99 years old he was there in the hospital we went to see him there and that was the first time he'd ever been in the hospital in his life and they brought his food in and he got his billfold out and was going to pay him <laughs> amen so uh, it, it's been quite a uh, his father's been quite a man a godly man and uh, uh, brother daniel embry's uh, grandfather passed away and he's been quite a man and uh, uh, David's talking about there at the youth camp and stuff uh, him Jim suits uh, throwing horseshoes and he said your grandpa taught him how to pitch horseshoes and uh, so uh, oh Lord we've got we've got so many precious people precious memories and uh, 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 I need help tomorrow to try to get the rest of these treats distributed to everybody okay brother Will's uh, said if anybody else please let me know and we'll try to uh, you know I've got uh, treats got to go to, uh, from Honeacre to Grundy uh, to Jewel Ridge <laughs> and places in between you understand so uh, Brother Bill and Sister Janice knows over in there and uh, then the, uh, so uh, I'd appreciate any help we can get amen uh, Acts the 21st chapter Acts 21, beginning, uh, you can be looking at verse, verse 1, and Paul is on a journey. He's uh, heading back to Jerusalem, and uh, uh, he, he uses the word there in verse 1. He launched, they launched a ship, and they took a straight course to Coos and into Rhodes and, and to Patara, and then they found a ship sailing over to Phoenicia, and, uh, and then... Uh, they discovered Cyprus, and 
sailed into Syria and landed, the Bible said in verse 3, at Tyre. And I want you to look at, start reading at verse 4. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul, through the Spirit, now get this, these disciples, he didn't know them, he just found these people. And these disciples said to Paul through the Spirit, through the Holy Ghost, that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And the Bible said in verse 5, and when, he, when we had accomplished those days, and, uh, and this writing, most scholars agree that Dr. Luke, who wrote the Gospel of Luke, and, and is the writer here, and he said, when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way, and they all brought us on our way with wives and children till we were out of the city. And I, I love this. It's the most touching part to, to me. And we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. He's there on the shore of the Mediterranean Sea. And they kneel down. What a wonderful place to pray. Just kneel down there on the shore. So he's there, uh, you know, uh, he's there at Tyre. And, and the people go, bring their children and their families. Bring them and they go with him all the way down as far as they can go. And, and they kneel down on the shore and pray. And in verse 6, and when we had taken our leave on another, we took ship. And they returned home again. And when we had finished our course from Tyre, we came to Ptolemaeus and saluted the brethren and abode with them one day. And the next day, uh, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea. And we entered the, into the house of Philip the Evangelist, which was one of the seven, those seven deacons that the uh, disciples appointed there and um, you know, when, and so uh, this, this Philip the Evangelist, and he abode with him uh, there, what? How long did he stay, man? Man, he abode with him many days. And, uh, and, and so, and the Bible said, and there, that the same man had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And we tarried there many days. And, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. Man, I, uh, the more I read, the more I love Agabus. He was a Holy Ghost man. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle, that's that thing uh, around, uh, around the loin, and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle. He didn't know whose it was. But he said, the man that owns this girdle, they shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And of course, this is Dr. Luke writing this in verse 12. And he said, when we heard these things, both we and they of that place. So the people that were with Apostle Paul, he wasn't, it wasn't just him and Luke. Uh, there was a group of them. They were traveling together. And the people here uh, uh, from Philip's house, and we don't know who it was all, but apparently a good-sized group of people that were together there. 
And when we heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Verse 13, then Paul answered, what mean you to weep and to break mine heart? These people are crying and begging him not to go. Because the Holy Ghost said, they're going to bind you and they're going to put you in the hands of the Gentiles. Why do you mean to weep and to break mine heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible said in verse 14, When he would not be persuaded, we see saying, The will of the Lord be done. Folks, that's what we've got to do. We've got to come to the place that we say, the will of the Lord be done. Amen. I got one amen. I said, we've got to come to the place that we say, the will of the Lord be done. Let's back up to Acts chapter 20, verse 22. And now, behold, listen. Paul said, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. He said, I know I am bound. I have to go to Jerusalem. And he said, I don't know the things that's going to befall me there. But I do know, verse 23, that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city. So Paul is making all of these stops uh, at Coos and Rhodes and Patara and Phoenicia and Cyprus and Syria and Tyre. And every place he goes, those people know nothing about him. I, I love the foreknowledge and the absolute knowledge of the Holy Ghost, don't you? And so every city that he went, the Bible said the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying, bonds and affliction abide me when I get to Jerusalem. Okay? And, and he said, but I want you to get verse 24. But none of these, these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course. And read that prepositional phrase with me. Read it out loud. That I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the grace uh, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Verse 25. And now behold, I know that you all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Now boy, that makes me want to weep. Because Apostle Paul is speaking to these people. And he's telling them, this is the last time you'll ever see old Apostle Paul. Amen. Are you hearing me? I'll never forget, as a teenager, I went with my dad. Uh, we went to where I'm going, your Tuesday. We went there to that city overlooking Newport, Kentucky, looking over into Cincinnati. And we went there to see Brother Ralph Mooneyham. Brother Ralph was there at his daughter's house in Newport. And, uh, and he was such a precious, godly 
praying man. And, uh, and I, remember, I remember us being there on the porch. I remember us going out to the car. And Brother Ralph came out and followed us out to the porch. And, and the daughters were there. And, the, and him waving. And dad waving. We got in the car. And my dad started sobbing. He said, I'll never see Ralph Mooneyham again. Dad cried all the way to Lexington, Kentucky. From Cincinnati area there all the way to Lexington when we had to stop and get gas and stuff. But there was there's that solemnity that goes with you'll not be able to see the preacher man again. And, uh, and so uh, when, we, when we see this, they foretold through the Spirit the dangers about to befall Paul. And they did this as prophets. They spoke by the Holy Ghost, but they misdirected him away from Jerusalem because of their fleshly affection for him. Amen. You hear me? It was their fleshly affection. You know, I was talking to Moselle. She called me, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, I mentioned something about Don. And, uh, and when I did, she said, Oh, I don't want to give up my brother Don. And she started praying and weeping and crying out to God right there on the telephone and praying, I don't want to give him up. I don't want that to happen. Oh, and she said, I've already given up my brother Ralph that was, you know, shared my birthday and it's been seven years, you know, and this, you know, today is seven years ago that Carolyn's mother passed away and we're coming up on Brother Stewart's passing. Lord have mercy. But I want to tell you something. What is most important is not how much money we make and all the positions we get in life. I'm telling you what, we don't want to let anything move us from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. The most important thing is to make it through to the city of God. And I want you to understand, he received this title in the latter part, in, in the 21st chapter. They call it, he was the prisoner in bonds. This expresses the central idea of the last eight chapters of the book of Acts. Over 20 years now had elapsed since Paul's conversion on the Damascus Road. Amen. Those 20 years have been times of, of unceasing labor, intense opposition, and great good accomplished for the kingdom. Now Paul comes to the five final years when the external labors and the turmoil and the care have taken their toll on him. He said, oh, besides the care of the churches, my Lord, he was a man who loved the people. And Paul was determined to finish his amazing ministry without any deviation or failure. Can you say amen? My Lord, I want nothing to move me in this hour. Amen. I want to preach to you for a while on the struggles between the human and the divine. Amen. The struggles between the human and the divine. Amen. The disciples, by the spirit of prophecy, they knew that if the apostle went to Jerusalem, many evil things would befall him. But of their own spirit and out of love to him, they advised him, please don't go. But Paul said, 
but none of these things move me. The Holy Ghost in every place. Amen. I'm so glad the Holy Ghost knows who we are, where we are, and what's going to happen to us. He knows all about the future. Hallelujah. And He is able to help us and to keep us through anything and everything that we face. And He said, every place I have gone, the Holy Ghost has spoken and told me that bonds and affliction await me. But He said, none of these things move me. Neither do I count my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. Hallelujah. Oh, if we can finish this thing upright, it's the most important thing. Are you hearing me? The most important thing, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what have you profited? What have you profited? The most important thing that can ever happen to you is that you will be steadfast and unmovable. I want to back you up to 1 Kings, the third chapter, and verse 5. I'll read you a verse there. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. Amen. And the complementary scripture to that is in 2 Chronicles 1 and 7. In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Oh, God, I want you to get this and understand. Now go to 1 Kings 11 and 11. The Bible said, Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, God asked him there, what, Ask what I shall give thee. And he said, I want a wise and understanding heart. I want to be able to judge this thy people. But here, listen to 1 Kings 11 and 11. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. What in the world has happened from 1 Kings 3? To 1 Kings 11. Amen. My goodness, in those few chapters, we understand some things. Because the Bible tells us Solomon passed all kings in riches and wisdom. That's in 2 Chronicles 9 and 22. He passed all kings in riches and wisdom. But I want us back up to 1 Kings 11. Let's go to verse 4. When Solomon was old... It's dangerous when we get older. It is dangerous when we get older in the Lord. His wives turned away his heart after other gods. His heart was not perfect with the Lord his God. My Lord, do you hear me? His wives, when he's old. I remember my grandmother saying, oh. She said, I have, you know, she'd been a Christian. Since the, the turn of the century. Amen. And this was in the, in the 70's there. And she'd been a Christian for many, many years. By my goodness. And there she was. My, and she said, I have faced things in my old age that I never dreamed that I would ever have to face. And I want you to know, you know, the devil comes against us. We're, what we're doing, we're experiencing the thing that an older person experiences. The devil knows his time is short. And if he's going to overthrow you and get you discouraged and get you to quit, he's got to do it soon. Amen. 
And, uh, and so here, here it is. My goodness. When Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods. His heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. Solomon went to Ashtaroth and to Milcom. And, uh, and there, my Lord... And, and, and the Bible said that Solomon built a high place to Chemosh and to Molech and his strange wives and they burn incense and they sacrifice to their gods. And the Bible said in verse 9, the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from the Lord God of Israel. My Lord, do you want in your old age, and here we are at close to the coming of the Lord, do you want your heart to be turned away from the Lord God? Amen. And the Bible said the Lord was angry with Solomon because he had appeared unto him twice. And the Bible said in 1 Kings 9, Amen. And it came to pass when Solomon had finished building the, the temple, the verse 2, the, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time. And, and, uh, and there, oh, and he said, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. Oh, and he begins to talk to him. He said, Solomon, if you will walk before me as David your father walked in the integrity of your heart and uprightness to do according to all that I commanded you and if you'll keep my statutes and my judgments I will establish thy throne and thy kingdom upon Israel forever as I promised to David thy father oh God oh thou art not fail a man of your seed upon the throne of Israel but if you shall turn away amen from following me you and your children oh God I'm telling you what it's a dangerous thing in this hour for our hearts to be turned away Oh God Listen When Paul said Nothing moves me I'm not going to let anything move me I am determined Everybody's prophesying Telling you Oh don't go to Jerusalem He said I am determined by the grace of God To finish my race with joy I'm going to complete this I'm going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ And I'm going to follow the ministry That he has given me All the way to the end my God amen amen listen Matthew 7 and 21 not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven are you hearing me not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven you know I'm afraid that this coronavirus has terrified so many people that they are they have uh, you know their 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 steadfastness to the work of God and the will of God, Amen. Uh, they they are losing it. My God, listen, listen. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in Thy name, in Thy name cast out devils, in Thy name done many wonderful works? Then will I will profess unto them. I never knew you. Depart ye from me, ye that work iniquity. Oh, God. I remember them talking about the ministries of those great men in the 50s. But, oh, God, have mercy. So many of them miserably failed in their old age. Are you hearing me? Oh, God. I remember Brother Moore talking about being with Oral Roberts and Oral Roberts's father and what Holy Ghost men they were. But I'm telling you what, Oral Roberts lost it as an old man. 
Oh, I'm sorry to have to say that. I remember there was another great preacher uh, uh, that uh, Dad loved, and we, he always got his magazine. He had huge revivals and tent campaigns, and he came to Bluefield, and Dad loaded us all up. I remember being a young teenage young man going with Dad and Mother, and we went to the Bluefield. I think it was the auditorium. I can't remember. Some, it was a big place there, and we there. And Dad said, well, where is Brother so-and-so? And he kept. He said, "I don't see him." Well, and uh, and here are all of these guys. They all kind of looked alike. They all had their hair down over their ears. They all had glasses. And they had mustaches and goatees. Amen. And uh, and and lo and behold, they said, "We're going to introduce Brother T. L. to you." And he walked out, and Dad said, well, "I declare." He said, "That's not the guy that's on those magazines." Amen. But when you looked at him, you could tell it was. And they, he said, well, you notice the new look that we've got? I want to tell you something. I'm not interested in no new look, a new way. I'm looking to follow the old path that's we're in. It's the good way. That's what I'm going I'm to follow, the good way. And that, that's the safe way to make it to the city of God. And he said, we've adapted this new look uh, to win the young folks. And we got in a car. Dad was so disgusted, he couldn't hardly stand it. He said, I have hunted squirrels all of my life. He said, I have never tried to put on the garments of a squirrel and jump from tree to tree to win squirrels. Amen. Are you hearing me? He said, that's ridiculous to think that you're going to dress like, look like a hippie. And you're going to win the hippies. I'm telling you what, my Lord, am I, I'm trying my best to tell you tonight, this is serious stuff. I, I, and Paul here, amen, every, when he got there, he come to Tyre, amen, and, and he met those brethren there, and he was there with them seven days, and the Holy Ghost, when they started to have in church, the Holy Ghost said, uh, amen, about going up to Jerusalem, what's going to face you, amen. And then he comes on down, he meets there with Philip the evangelist's daughters, and Agabus and then then the Holy Ghost said oh they're going to bind you they're going to turn you over to the Gentiles oh all of this is going to happen to you and when Paul told him he said I know every place I've gone the spirit has spoken and I know this one thing I am determined to preach the gospel in Rome I am going to do whatever I have to do I am going to preach the gospel and finish my course with joy hallelujah Paul was not dreading it Paul was willing and obedient unto death amen just as much as Jesus Christ was and you and I will have to give our lives a sacrifice to the Lord if we're going to make it amen I heard brother Wilson so many times amen I remember him preaching and he would often say this, he'd make this statement. He'd say, I'd rather die 15 years before my time than to fail. If any of you remember Brother Wilson saying that. He said, I'd rather die 15 years before my time. Amen. Before I would fail. I didn't understand that then. I said, man, Brother Wilson, that's, oh, 15 years. That's a long time. Amen. I didn't understand, but I do now. I do now. 
Amen. I was a young man then, but as an older man, I'm looking back and I see exactly what he's talking about. Because in Isaiah 38 and 5, amen, the Bible said, Go say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days fifteen years. Amen. Amen. And I listened as Brother Roger was preaching this morning. He mentioned that. And he mentioned about that. And I said, Brother Roger, you know, I was kind of apprehensive. I said, but you, when you preached and said those things, I knew that the Lord had really dealt with me too. Amen. Because here, I want you to understand, man, this, this is a hard thing for us to get it in our mind. And the Bible said in 1 Kings 20 and 21, Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and Manasseh his son reigned in his stead. And the Bible said in, in 1 Kings 21 and 1, that's the last verse, 21 of, of 20 is the last verse there, and 21 and 1, Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 55 years. And the Bible said he reigned there in Jerusalem. And verse 2, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord after the, the, all the abominations of the heathen. Amen. Oh, God. I want you to understand what happened. When, when, if you read in the scriptures, when, when Hezekiah had been sick, those people from Babylon come to, to, uh, to see uh, Hezekiah. And what did he do? He showed them everything. And the man of God came to him and he said, uh, who was here and who, what did you show him? And he said, I showed him everything. And the Holy Ghost moved on him and said, thus saith the Lord, all of the treasures of our fathers, the Babylonians will carry them away to Babylon. Amen. My God, he made that mistake after, after he was supposed to have gone on. Are you hearing me? Amen. And the Bible said Manasseh was 12 years old when he died. So that means that three years after this sickness that, that this boy Manasseh was born. Oh, God. And it was the will of the Lord. Are you hearing me? I've studied this and looked at this for months, and I've been almost afraid to preach it. People not understand what I'm saying. But it was the will of the Lord for him to die then. I said it was the will of the Lord for him to go on then. And, and, and uh, so, and, and he, but here we are, we have such love and affection for our family and for our people that these people, they would have held it against God and blamed God for the death of Hezekiah. Are you hearing me? I want to tell you something. When God takes our people home, he takes them home in his own will. Amen. And we cannot question God. Amen. He, we cannot question God. And, and here it was. When he got better, the Babylonians come and saw the treasure and the desire for that riches was in their heart. And he said, they'll be back and they're going to take everything that you've got. Uh, not only that, this boy Manasseh is going to be born and there he will destroy Israel. Oh, God. Oh, God. I want to tell you something. The most important thing is not the length of your life, but it's the quality of your life. No, no, it's not the most important thing that you live to be 105 or 10 or 20, but that you know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
my goodness, what I, I wanted to, to talk about was that, that young man that went to the Indians. What was his name? He died at 28 years old from tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. Aranda speaking his name to me, David Brainerd. Oh, you say, what a, what a travesty. Amen. You understand, uh, he was engaged uh, uh, to Jonathan Edwards' daughter. What was her name? Jerusha, amen. And there they loved one another and were going to get married. And that was their goal for them to get married. But you know what? In all of the exposure and that he did in preaching to those Indians and going through the snow and the cold and sleeping on the ground, you know what he did? He, uh, he took tuberculosis and died at 28 years old he died a martyr's death for the gospel of Jesus Christ Jerusha taking care of him took TB and she died but I'm telling you what they are glorious examples of a true Christian amen my goodness amen amen it's not so much the education and the amount of money and the homes that you have, but it's the quality of life that you've lived before Jesus Christ and the work that you've done for Him. The Bible said Philippians 3 and 7, But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for cross. What are you talking about, Paul? He said, I'm a Jew of the Jews. I, I'm educated at the feet of Gamaliel. And he started going through telling all the education and the pedigree that he had. But I counted all lost I gave it all up amen uh, you understand Apostle Paul was one of the most educated men in the world but he gave it all up uh, amen to follow Jesus Christ and his education was used for the glory of God he wrote most of the New Testament he established a church all through Europe and Asia what a glorious testimony Apostle Paul did and he did it all in 25 years What things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Are you hearing me? He said, I count it as dung. All the education, all the credentials, all of the position. I could have been the head of the Sanhedrin. I could have been this and that. Yes, you could have been, but you count it all lost. Amen, you count it as dung that I may win Christ. You remember that man and woman that to tell about was on that ship they'd spent all of their ministry and life in Africa as missionaries. And they come home. They come home to New York. And when they pull, start pulling into the harbor, they see hundreds of people and they're waving banners and they're cheering. Amen. Amen. And they said, well, maybe... Maybe somebody has noticed that we've given our lives for the Lord and slept on grass mats in mud huts in Africa. Amen. Oh, maybe they are appreciating us. 
But you know what it was? Teddy Roosevelt was the president. And he had gone to Africa on a big game hunt. And he was on the ship. And, uh, and there the, they had all the bands and stuff out there. Teddy was out on a pleasure trip killing big game in Africa. And everybody was out there by the hundreds and cheering and waving their hands and, and waving all of that stuff. And, and because Teddy Roosevelt was coming home from a successful hunt. And there... Amen. As everybody, the crowd cleared out and the man and woman had spent their life for the gospel, stood there and there was nobody there to meet them. Amen. And the man said, oh God, oh God, after I've spent my life for the gospel, amen, and we're coming home and there's nobody here to welcome us home. And he was feeling so bad. But then the Holy Ghost spoke to him and said, you're not home yet. You're just back into New York Harbor. You're not home yet. Hallelujah. Well, I'm telling you what. Uh, my goodness. Amen. Paul said, I count everything lost. Amen. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. I suffer all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. And look at verse 9 of Philippians 3. And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Oh, I will tell you something. Apostle Paul made one of the most awesome statements you'll ever read. Now, I want you to look closely at that. And he said, I count everything that lost that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Glory to God. Now you've heard. You've heard Brother Ralph tell. Of preaching. Uh, uh, Sister Bishop. Bill Bishop. There that. That when the faithful child of God there at the Poor Valley Church was head over the farms there for Governor Stewart and lived in the big mansion out there, amen, at Elk Garden. Uh, he said, I, this room is full of white horses and angels and that one, the golden saddle's mine. I'll soon be riding it. And Sister Bishop went to Richmond and lived with the children. They called Brother Ralph to come and do the graveside for Sister Bishop there. And Brother Ralph was standing there uh, on, on a, 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 a committing the body and speaking to those people and he said all of a sudden my legs started jerking and he said I looked down and I, I couldn't stop. and he said I tried to stop it I tried to hold my legs to keep my legs from jerking and he said every way I, I was he said my legs were jerking and he said I looked down and I realized I was standing on Bill Bishop's grave I want to tell you something the power of the resurrection is in Jesus Christ and our faith and our profession better be set not upon this world and what wealth and what we can gain, but upon knowing that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. I've got to know Him in the power of His resurrection. My God in the heaven, oh, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. I want to know Jesus Christ in the power of His resurrection. Listen to what else He makes. Uh, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. And that, that and. Ah, man, I wish him maybe hadn't put that in there. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Oh, Lord. Apostle Paul, what are you talking about? Well, I've been shipwrecked. 
I've been beat. I've been stoned. Amen. They've carried me out for dead. I've went through all of this. Amen. But oh God. And you, to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. I remember, I, Sister Doris, can you help me remember the old preacher's name? He was preaching over in southern West Virginia somewhere. And he got there. He only had one suit. He was preaching over there. And he got to the church early. And, and they had a toilet out back. And he went in to use the toilet. Are you hearing me listen to this? He went to use the toilet. And the floor of the toilet fell through with him. And he fell down in that pit. The only clothes he's got. Sister Dana, he went out in that cold creek. That cold water. And he washed himself the best he could. And he went to church and preach that night. Oh, if everything ain't that suit us, we're not going to church. If the air conditioning's not to suit us, we ain't going. If the heat's not right, we ain't going. If they don't brag on this or that or say this or that, we ain't going. He didn't even shake my hand. We're not going. Amen. Lord have mercy. Oh, that blessed preacher. I remember dad talking to me about that, telling me that he went out there in that ice cold. Sister Ollie would talk to me about it. He went out in that ice cold creek water and he washed himself off and cleaned himself up the best he could. I don't even think he had soap. All he did was get in there and get all the filth that he could off of him. But he went on. He went on to church and he preached. I'm telling you what, to meet Oh God, we're going to have the power of resurrection. We got to know Him in the fellowship of His sufferings, and we got to be conformable unto His death. We have so much luxury, we have it so easy. Amen. Are you hearing me? But I'm going to tell you. For us to be ready as the church of the living God to be ready for the return of Jesus Christ. We're going to have to come like Apostle Paul. None of these things move me. Amen. No, no. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Well, if you're going to know him in the power of his resurrection, then you're going to have to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. And you're going to have to be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain under the resurrection of the dead. Sister Patty, it doesn't matter what we've got to go through as long as we can attain the resurrection of the dead. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, not as though I've already attained. Either we're already perfect, but I follow after it. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Oh, God. When you apprehend something, you capture it. And he said, I want to capture that for which I am also apprehended of Christ. Christ apprehended him on the road, amen, to Damascus. And he has captured him. And I'm going to follow him. Amen. Not that I count myself to have apprehended, but this 
one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, God. Church. Amen. We've got to lay aside all the trivial things in life. All of the things that we think are offending. Amen. we got to get a hold. And Moselle started talking to me. And I said, yes, 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 sis. You remember? Yes, I remember that. You remember what they did to you? And I said, yes, I do. But I'm not going to get down there. I'm not going to worry about that. Amen. I'm going to forget about that. I've got to make it to heaven. I've got to feel, I've got to do this. Oh, God. Anything that's done wrong, let it be on their account. And I'm not going to brood over it and let it take me down. I made up my mind. I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to live for God. Do what you will. Say what you want to do. But I'm going to do my best to follow Jesus Christ and make it to the city of God. I want to know Him in the Iris resurrection but I've got to know him also in the fellowship of his suffering that I may be conformable unto his death amen well I want to tell you something Jesus Christ did a whole lot of suffering in this world amen the suffering that he did for us to have eternal life is an awesome thing Hallelujah. But I want, to, I want to take you back to Acts 20 and 24. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. So that I might finish my course with joy. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to shout. I'm not going to just be a, 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 a grouch. Are you hearing me? He is old and cold. Amen. I want to be on fire for the Lord. And I'm not going to become bitter. By the help of the Lord, I do not want to be bitter. I want to be better. Amen. Change that I into an E. Get rid of that bitterness. Get rid of that anger. Get rid of that hate. Get rid of it. What good is that bitterness going to do you in hell? But get rid of that bitterness and you can attain to the resurrection of the righteous. Hallelujah. I'm trying my best to help you. Oh, God, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Amen. None of these things move me. No, I don't count my life dear unto myself so that I may finish my course with joy. I want to have the joy of the Lord. Amen. Hey, hey, preacher man. Those are mighty small taters you got there. Amen. Amen. The devil's trying to tell him. Those are mighty small taters you got there. And he turned and he said, Shut up, devil. When I served you, I never had any taters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? 
Oh, 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 the devil will come and he will be your pity party friend. Yeah, he'll tell you how bad they're treating you and how it should be and, uh, and what you're losing out on. Oh, yeah. But I'm telling you what. What was that? Billy Bray, when that's who it was, when the Billy Bray said, Amen. And the devil said, What little taters? He dug his taters, just little old potatoes. He said, Shut up, devil. When I served you, I didn't have any taters at all. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, if we are so blessed, are we not? Amen. Oh, God. Amen. Some of them asked Carl, Amen. Dr. Hudson come over the other day, Brother Richard, and he said, Woo, he said, I'm trying to get rid of my stuff. He said, y'all got a lot of stuff here. Amen. Oh, God. And some of them asked Carol and said, what do you want for Christmas? She said, I don't need any more stuff. She said, I like money and gift cards. <laughs> Amen. When you get older, you got all the stuff you need. I don't, you know, you don't need, amen. You don't need a 59 pairs of shoes. You don't have to have a, I got more shoes than I'll ever be able to wear. You understand? Oh, God. I want to finish this race with joy. My Lord. Amen. You know what would make me happy if we could have a Holy Ghost revival? I could finish this race with joy. If we could see our children filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, what joy I could have uh, to know that our people are saved oh I want to know him in the power of his resurrection the fellowship of his sufferings and being made conformable unto his death if by any means I might attain, attain unto the resurrection of the dead oh thank you Lord I want to finish this race with joy I want to finish this race with joy amen I've received it of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen. Amen. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've been preaching too long. I'm sorry. I've cut my notes down. Amen. I used to have four pages or more of six pages of notes. And, and I've cut it down. I'm down to two and still preaching 40 minutes. Amen. Lord have mercy. Amen. But there's so much in there wants to me to tell you. And I want you to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. The Lord can come before Christmas Eve. And you won't be dreaming of a white Christmas. You'll be in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 4 and 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and dead at his appearing and his kingdom. But watch thou in all things. And then he makes this two-word statement. And the verse goes on. But I want to pick out that two words there in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. Watch in all things, but endure afflictions. Amen. Man. Man. Sister Naomi, I know you're watching. She doesn't miss any of the services. Amen. You have been enduring a lot of affliction. Sister April, Caitlin, we go through all of our precious people that are enduring afflictions. Amen. My God in the heavens. It's not so much to have sickness and pain, but we must endure those afflictions. Amen. For I am there ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. And this is what Apostle Paul had to say. I have fought a good fight. Amen. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. That is the thing that's important. I have kept the faith. Oh, God have mercy. 
My goodness. Amen. We talked to Phyllis there this evening. Amen. She was telling about, you know, she told her mother, she said, I'm going to come and get you. I'm going to take you to Sunday school for Christmas Sunday. Amen. And so uh, she said, I started at five minutes after eight calling mother. I didn't want to call her real early because she's up and down through the night and suffering so much and, and she's forgetting, forgetful and all those things that are happening to her and her balance is off. And he said, I, she said, I started calling her at five after eight and I called at least 15 times. Amen. And I never could get her. Amen. She said, I called my sister Dreamer that lives in Lake Park. And she said, Dreamer, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. There's something wrong. Mom has not answered her phone. I cannot get her to answer. There's something wrong. Amen. Dreamer said, I'll run over there. So she ran over from Lake Park over there to where Sister Levis lives there. Below the hospital. And she couldn't get in. The storm door was locked. Amen. And they and the her she was. And finally, uh, her son-in-law was able to get the the, uh, the patio door open about an inch. And he hollered, "Love us!" And she said, "I'm here." Amen. Amen. I'm all right. They had to get the police to come and break the door in because they didn't have a key to the storm door. They had keys to the door, but she had the storm door locked. Amen. And so there they broke in. There she's laying in the floor with her hip broke. Amen. You know what she kept doing? Oh, children, I'm so sorry. Uh, policeman, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I've caused y'all all this trouble. Oh, God. She's laying on the floor with her broke hip. My goodness. Oh, but her heart's desire. Her heart's desire is to be in the house of the Lord. Her desires are the word of God. And, and Phyllis talking about, she said, oh, how much she loves y'all. How much she loves the church. Man, I'm telling you what. Come on, church. Amen. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I have kept the faith. Oh God, henceforth thou hast laid up for me a crown of righteousness uh, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Oh hallelujah. Do you love his appearing? Thanks be to God we can go home with him if we love his appearing. Come on. Come on to the music. My God, stand with me. Stand with me. Listen, listen, amen. Matthew 25, I'm going to just read part of these verses. Matthew 25, 21, the Lord said, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. If your job is cooking down there in the kitchen, Sister Dallas, the Lord will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Shirley, amen. Sister Ruth, amen. Are you hearing me? Oh, not many people want to clean the toilets and vacuum the floors and clean the windows like Sister Alice. She makes sure and she goes through and cleans all the windows. Not many people want to do that, but well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. You've been faithful to stand there at that sink for hours and wash those dishes, wipe those tables, serve. Oh, God. Care sheets, wash sheets. Amen. Oh, God. My goodness. Amen. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Verse 23. His Lord said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen. Apostle Paul, you understand 
He was part of the killing of Stephen. He was part of that. And he counted himself to be, oh God, so far, so far. And here I am. I've been made a preacher of the gospel. They can stone me. They can beat me. They're not going to keep me. Amen. They're going to take me out of the city for dead, and I'm going to get up and keep on preaching. <laughs> and that's what he did. Amen. You think about it. Amen. 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 What's wrong? You can't come to church. I got an ingrown toenail. We have so much, and we become so spoiled. Amen. That I may know him. Paul said, What mean you to weep and to break mine heart? I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And when he would not be persuaded, I'm going to tell you something. The devil can realize that you're not going to be persuaded. Amen. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. The devil comes to you, you will not be persuaded. And they said, well, the will of the Lord be done. Amen. Lord, could we lift our hands tonight and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Help me to be willing to suffer affliction. Help me, Lord, to follow you in health and in sickness, in wealth and in poverty. Lord, whatever comes my way, Oh, I appreciate your goodness to me, Lord. I appreciate all the blessings and mercy that you've given me. But, oh, God, if it takes it, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I want to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Church, would you come around? these altars tonight and say Lord I want to be thankful I want to be appreciative and whatever it takes for me to go to heaven I want to make up my mind I'm going to do it Amen. I'm not going to let anything keep me from the kingdom of God come on church God bless you I love y'all Amen. hallelujah